Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Nossman, and on the screen in front of me from Tempe, Arizona is Al Kaikea. How's it going, man? Doing well. How are you? Dude, you know, I'm just happy to be here in my little studio in my house. I got, uh, got my blankets up on the wall, got my old mattress topper in front of me, and uh, it's it's hot as shit in here. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have shit for soundproofing, but we made it work. We made it work with the Ikea desk and some... Uh, some $13 headphones. Let's go. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got my <laughs> $60 mic from Amazon. I mean, obviously, you know I've wanted to do this for a while and took a little bit of working for us to get here, but we're live. Dude, we're live. It's never – I feel like now is, like, such an opportune time. Well, obviously, now more than ever to start a podcast. It's, you know, this was so inexpensive. Oh, yeah. No, and I mean, it's easy, to be honest. But, like, is. I mean, it's easy to get it started. It's not – as easy to actually uh, do it, obviously, or else, I mean, everybody right, right. has a podcast, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess we should just get into it a little bit. Uh, I'll talk about myself. Um, obviously, I'm up here in Ashland, Oregon right now, attending uh, Southern Oregon University, um, just working a pizza delivery job during this pandemic, trying to save some money. Uh, I wanted to start this podcast because I've always cared a lot about mental health and a lot of times I don't really know how to reach people who maybe could learn from like some of my experiences and ideas and stuff and I feel like this is a good way to reach it and of course I'm just obsessed with podcasts I mean I I legitimately spend probably 12 to 15 hours a week listening to the six or seven different podcasts I'm subscribed to so uh that's devotion right there dude it's just it's honestly become my favorite form of entertainment like I was talking to a I was talking to one of my buddies the other day, and uh, I, I pay money, I'm going to be honest, for some extra podcast episodes per week. And I, uh, I said I would rather give up Netflix at this point than give up podcasts. Yeah, Netflix isn't great, to be honest. I feel like I've exhausted all of the good movies. and Dude, all, okay. I'm not too much of a TV show guy, to be honest. I, I probably should. Yeah, bro, you've I'm just Parks and Rec. <laughs> what's up with that go on i've seen the office i feel like that's like the mandatory one you know what's one show and it's going off on a tangent here what's one show i will never get behind hmm. friends okay we're we're gonna be alienating some listeners early on because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i uh i'm fully on board with you i've never really got it with friends um i think it's the laugh track that gets me anytime there's like i don't know it, it makes me feel like the the directors or whatever are telling me what's funny and like when to laugh and i'm like dude just just let me pick it out on my own like let me choose when i want to laugh like if it's not funny i'm not gonna listen to you just because you think it is but anyways uh yeah we probably shouldn't get too into friends because if we get too deep nobody will like (laughs) us (laughs) yeah i think for me i mean i'm gonna speak on friends a little bit more as my parents watched it all the time when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and i just constantly had to listen to that intro song which i know Tons of people find it iconic or whatever, yeah, but I mean, to me, like listening to it hundreds and hundreds of times as a kid, it's almost like traumatizing. No, oh, yeah, no, I so <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> for that simple reason, I, I refuse to watch Just it ever again. Anyways, uh, kind of back to off off this tangent. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I met you a couple years ago, three three years ago now. At Sure, I was a junior at yeah. Pacific University in uh, Forest Grove, Oregon. Good old. You know, it's crazy. We actually met four years ago, like when I was a. Was it the freshman? end of my freshman? It might have been the end of my freshman year because yeah, you came out at the end. I uh, yeah with Kevin. Yep. 
I was like, who are these fools trying to copy my swag just trying out for javelin, man? But uh, anyways, yeah, obviously I was a track athlete up there and Alki was a swimmer. And sorry, I don't mean to take your uh, introduction at all, but yeah, you came off for track. No, no, no. We ended up becoming the best of friends and now we're, you know, 1,500 miles apart. But this is something we really feel like we could have some success with. So uh, if you want to touch on anything, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, so my name is Aokai. Um, definitely not a typical name. Um, it's Hawaiian. It means like a like a seafarer, basically like a sailor for any of those inquiring on what oh, it dudes. means. Well, uh, uh, fun little fact, Dylan means tsunami in Welsh. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty dope, bad, actually. Look at these. Look at these two ocean boys. Right Both here. of our names are oceanic. <laughs> oceanic. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, born and raised on the island of Oahu. Um, currently living in Tempe, Arizona after a four-year stint at Pacific University. Just obtaining that bachelor's degree. Um, majored in business. Got my concentration in finance. Um, and I guess just generally about me. Recently quit a job as a claims adjuster. Simply, uh, I guess, simply put, the reason I quit was because of just the general corporate structure and micromanagement. We can touch on those things in future oh, you'll, episodes. You'll but, hear my thoughts on uh, capitalism yeah. and the corporate structure. I will, <laughs> I will tear <laughs> I bet, that yeah. apart. <laughs> oh, dude, I will join you. But um, yeah, currently at the moment, just sort of finding my way. And I think this podcast... You know, after Dylan and I discussed um, what we could possibly do, I mean, it's a good way for us to, you know, speak on important topics like Dylan touched on. Uh, mental health is a huge one that he and I are very open about. Uh, we've been very open with each other and, you know, relatives and close friends. And, you know, a, a great way for us to sort of explain our story and uh, possibly provide advice to even, you know, even just one person uh, would be through a podcast. Yeah, Granted, one person listens yeah, to this honestly, thing, you know, hopefully we get at least one. Listen, but, you know, it's like, yeah, I, uh, I mean, just to touch on the mental health aspect a little more, I'm very open about it. I take medication. I go to therapy often. I have struggled with depression, anxiety, ADHD for the last five or six years. And it's, it's presented a lot of obstacles. And I, I think especially these days, not enough young men are, are talking about mental health and really being open about the things they face. And, you know, I, I've, I've found personally a real outlet for me is hearing other people talk about it and, and knowing that I'm not alone with a lot of this stuff because, I mean, just, just to put it in like this perspective, think about how many physical injuries there are every day for people. You know, it's like mm -hmm. the body gets hurt. Things go wrong. And it's like mm -hmm. to think that the brain is a separate thing than that and it doesn't have a lot of the, the capability to be hurt and something be wrong, you know, it's, it's foolish. So I think really trying to approach mental health as, as a holistic type thing, like it's just as important as taking care of your body. It's, you know, I, I think that's something that I try to think about and remind people as well. Totally. I think it, I, I think it, you know, even takes precedence over maintaining, um, you know, I guess what generally people consider to be like bodily health that, um, you can be as physically fit, you know, eat as well as you possibly can and, uh, you know, still be genuinely unhappy and, uh, what you touched on, you know, people not being able to address it or not feeling comfortable. 
I think also, I mean, maybe not as much now, definitely not as much now as before, but a lot of people don't really know how to like identify something as being a mental health, uh, you know, concern or issue. Um, because, you know, like with me, when I got depression, I got depression uh, my sophomore year of college. I had no idea what was wrong yeah, with me. It's, it's you know, I, I was, it was totally, totally. And, you know, it puts people if you're not familiar with what it is or how it can affect you, you can almost feel alienated from your peers and from family Absolutely. members who maybe aren't dealing with the same struggles. And then that makes it harder for you to speak out. So, and, you know, hopefully with us speaking on these concepts, um, elaborating, you know, our encounters with, with uh, mental health or mental health struggles. Yeah, rather, I mean, um, I, we can, honestly, I'm not going to act like we're experts here. Obviously my, no, my coping no. mechanism yeah. is going on Twitter and tweeting about, you know, just shitty stuff and making a joke out of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's that's what's needed, though. We don't necessarily, it's, it's really hard for professional opinions to get through to people and this like, you know, often medical terms and jargon and being like, oh, well, this is, you know, it's like, it, it doesn't work for a lot of people. Hearing experiences right. of, of people your age who are, share a lot of commonalities and same characteristics as you, I think is really where the support comes from. And having somebody who totally. can see things from your perspective, because, I mean, I don't know about you, but, and obviously I'll talk about this more later on, so I'm just going to touch on it, but I've, for a while, my parents really struggled to help me, because they just couldn't grasp, they couldn't relate, relate. and it's like, as much as, of yeah. course, they came with love and understanding, but there's only so much somebody can do when they have not lived that experience. 100%. And, yeah, so it's like having having people around you who can actually relate and to walk a mile in your shoes you know that's that's where the real help and good comes from i think totally totally yeah um so yeah i, I guess you know back to the intro yeah for anyone anyone who what, what was that back to the intro you know just <laughs> just going off going oh off okay yeah. um yeah i mean uh what did i not touch on um, I guess athletics, yeah, athletics, yeah, sport, yeah, athletics, all that stuff. Um, so in high school, I went to a, uh, in a high school called Kamehameha Mass on Massive. Oahu. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty large high school, to be honest. Um, dude, the amount, honestly, and, sorry to interrupt again, but the amount of Kamehameha grads I've met over the last, like, since I graduated high school is more than any other high mm -hmm. school in the country. Like I've I've met yeah for some reason people in Hawaii they love dude, Oregon they always come to the Pacific Northwest I mean Pacific obviously has like the highest Hawaiian population of any mainland school which is crazy or the highest percent I didn't even know percentage. that statistic yeah based on like the student body right uh, right so anyways but yeah like I've met probably forty Kamehameha grads since I graduated high yeah, school yeah dude crazy. we are we are prevalent in the PNW for some reason I mean. Which is weird. Honestly, the reason I have ties to Oregon is because my mom is from Southern Oregon. Yeah. Uh, Grants graduated from uh, so, my college back when yeah, it was uh, yeah. Southern. It was Oregon, SOC Southern Oregon College way back, way back in the day before yeah. I got their university status. But good old sock, good old sock man. <laughs> but um, yeah, that I I don't know what uh I guess the affinity for Oregon is, but. Um, I mean, it's a great state. I'm not going to lie. I miss it all the time. Um, but yeah, so sort of to go back on my uh, background, I um, 
went to Kamehameha. I played water polo and swam for four years there. Um, loved every minute of it, to be honest, and ended up uh, going to Pacific just because that's that's the school that my older sister went to. She's two years older than me, and she was uh, she graduated with her degree in biology. Um, so I sort of just followed her footsteps. We also went to the same high school, so we, we were pretty close. Um, so I followed her to college and swam there for four years. And, um, you know, as Dylan said, I also had like a little, uh, two year cameo with track <laughs> through javelin. Um, the reason I threw javelin was because I could throw a football far, which is probably the worst <laughs> rationale for wanting I mean, to do another I sport. I threw javelin because I threw baseball pretty hard. So, I mean, yeah, I guess kind of, yeah, I mean, maybe it's yeah, not I mean, kind of transitioned my athletic history. I, uh, I graduated from Fortuna high school in Fortuna, California, uh, right, right in the middle of the redwoods and, um, played, played baseball there for all four years. Also did cross country, played soccer my freshman year, uh, basketball my freshman year. That was a different high school, but, uh, and then I go to Pacific because I wanted to get as far away from my high school as possible, um, my hometown. Uh, and I got cut from the baseball team. I, I did not have a good tryout. Didn't make it. You didn't go very far. I mean, eight eight hours. You could have explored the East Coast. Not that far. I mean, eight <laughs> hours at the time was a pretty hefty trip. And uh, yeah, and yeah. yeah, I mean, so I, I got cut from the baseball team. I had a friend at the time who was on the track team. And he was like, I had this friend in high school who was a pitcher, quit baseball his junior year to throw javelin, ended up winning state in Washington. And I was like, I mean, I got nothing else to do. He's like, you should talk to the coach. So I went and talked to her. She gave me a trial period of about four months to see if I'd work hard enough, see if I had any, you know, potential. And I made the team after that trial period and ended up doing javelin for the next four years. Um, went, and you were a stud. Yep. I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was good. I had a good time. I went to nationals uh, my junior year at SOU, which was kind of like my that was my last meet actually, and you know placed twenty second. So I'm not gonna act like I'm some all American or anything, but it was. <laughs> I mean, I got to go to Alabama. It was a hell of a trip. But yeah, anyways, uh, as unlikely as it was, javelin is actually the reason me and Alki became friends in the first place. And true. I mean, the reason for a lot of things for me why I came down here, and you know, there's regrets here some you know some stuff you look back on and wonder if you would have done it differently but obviously i'm happy the way it is now so yeah here we are on a podcast during a pandemic <laughs> with <laughs> during a pandemic nothing else to do so anyways um yeah i guess we should kind of talk uh talk about the podcast itself uh obviously we've talked about the mental health aspect but i was going to talk about the name a little bit um come from a baseball background, I, I was always taught that 30% of the time you're going to get a hit, a, set, a 3 out of 10 times, but the 7 out of 10 you're going to get out and you're going to fail essentially. And kind of growing up with that idea and that, uh, that kind of mantra was even, even if you only get it 30% of the time, that's a success. The best MLB players only get a hit three out of 10 times. And a lot of those guys are in the hall of fame just for doing that. And I, I kind of like to apply that to mental health as well. Like you can get knocked down. You can have a shitty day. Something can go wrong seven out of 10 times, but those three, the, the big steps in life, whether you have big accomplishments or a healthy relationship or anything like that, 
those are the key things that keep you playing and keep you living. Yeah. And even, I mean, shoot, you can extend that analogy to just life in general. Um, you know, ebbs and flows, you yeah. know, uh, that's pretty much the game of life. You'll always have uh, moments where you're up, you feel like you're on top of the world, you know, you're lofty, and you'll have moments where you feel like everything comes crumbling down and, you know, you'll feel helpless. Um, and that's sort of just the name of the game, um, figuratively speaking. Uh, you know, you can take a business endeavor, you can, you know, become an entrepreneur and, you know, fail 99 times. But if you never, you know, give it that effort for the hundredth time, I mean, you'll never truly realize, you know, your full potential, what you can do. And um, yeah, I just think it's a concept that works really well for the sort of the meaning of the podcast, what we're aiming to do, which is basically just, you know, provide some lighthearted content, but also emphasize um, you know, relatable and uh, important topics yeah, that exactly. aren't as widely discussed in in sort of mainstream mm -hmm. yeah. media. And uh, and I, yeah, I think the name seventy thirty it can apply to our content as well. I'd like to think that seventy. Obviously, this episode is a little different, but seventy percent of the content we'll talk about is lighthearted, fun stuff. You know, we can laugh about, we can learn something, you know, whatever it may be, and then we'll use that to then tackle the thirty percent, which is the tough stuff. You know. The, the nitty gritty and uh obviously this episode we're gonna have our first mental health minute and we'll get into that a little bit more but uh you know just having a segment a little time each day each episode that we talk about the the hard things and how we cope or don't cope you know whatever it may be so yeah yes sir i'm excited um you uh you watched that jazz game earlier or not jazz uh my bad uh, the uh magic Magic Bucks. So I, I had it on. Uh, if I'm going to be honest with you, the Eastern Conference does not pique my interest. I know for you, the 76ers Dude, are your... I, you I mean, I, I don't blame you. It doesn't really pique my interest either. I'm I'm just angry. I'm, I'm Stephen A. Smith mad after after last night, man. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if we're going to get into... Stephen A. Smith post uh, um, Knicks or, or, yeah, Durant Dude, and Irving going real. to the Nets. And... <laughs> that was the best rant. <laughs> And uh, I mean, if we're gonna get into basketball right now, I might as well, might as well go in. But dude, I mean, Joel Embiid taking 15 shots in the game when we don't even have Ben Simmons in. Like Brett Brown, what are you doing, dude? I mean, Matisse Thybul also held Jason Tatum two for eight shooting when he was guarding him. But then when he wasn't guarding him, he scored like 28 points. And it's like we lost by eight without Ben Simmons. And I'm like, if only Brett Brown knew how to actually run a team we would have won that game. So I feel like his career um, at, or at least his position as head coach for the 76ers is sort of contingent on how they do this. Well, it, there's sort of a, an asterisk, right? Like because Ben Simmons is out. It's not I mean, an asterisk if you lose though. I mean, we, lo we lose regardless. And, and the fact that we're in a position to win at the end of the fourth quarter and then he's, we still – we don't capitalize on that. I mean, like I said, Joel Embiid had – I want to say like – 15 points in the first quarter and then he shoots like 10 times after that he was averaging mm -hmm. like i or he shoot yeah he was averaging like three shots a quarter and i'm like Let me that's, that's terrible check the stats for you here he had he had 26 yeah, points but he only shot 15 times in four quarters oh wow that's what i'm saying he was he was good he was scoring but brett brown wasn't running the offense through him which then right, prevented right. us from winning the game I mean, uh, 
I think the Celtics take that series, to be honest. I completely agree. It's it's hard for me to watch because I hate Boston so much, and I know that we're going to lose, so it's like tuning into games is just pain. I Dude, I, like when right. I'm watching the Sixers, I'm in Spain without the ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I, I, that's man. like – yeah, I, I'm not a fan of, of the Sixers team. Um, shout out to Matisse for the amazing blog. I mean, everybody loves Matisse. That's, that's really the only way I can. Son. What was everybody that? Everybody loves Matisse, man. That's Philadelphia's son right there. Also, dude, he should get rookie of the year just based on his blog. Oh, blogs. dude, actually, a little connection for both of us. He is from Phoenix, I believe, and went to University of what? Washington up to the Pacific Northwest. Wow. Over to Philly. We just. Wow. We, we stand, we stand, a king, we stand from Phoenix, then goes to UW, and then goes to Philly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, his vlogs are incredible. I mean, uh, he's just so he's, – he's got that personality that makes you want to watch him, you know? And then he's – I mean, his editing is great, and he doesn't even edit that much. And he just puts out content. He had a really cool transition in his most – I think it was episode – was it number eight? eight was the reason. I watched that one last night, yeah. But he was like in the elevator, and then it mm-hmm. opened up to the pool. It was dope. Yeah, and then they that was really Tobias neat. Harris was just sucking at pool volleyball, man. <laughs> it Dude. was so bad. But uh, yeah, I mean Matisse is is awesome. He's I was I was trying to buy a jersey the other day, but they're pretty hard <laughs> to find, actually. Unless no I mean, kidding. Well, I was looking on like eBay and stuff because I don't really want to go through NBA shop. Oh, offer up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Well. I think because if you buy it off NBA, it's going to be like a custom jersey where you have to like – because I don't know if they sell them widely. Like you can get a Ben Simmons or MB jersey anywhere. But Matisse is like a lesser-known player still, so his jerseys aren't that available. I'm, I'm going to find Dude, I, 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 that. Dude, that's definitely going to change based on the fact that his vlogs are racking up crazy amounts of views and his subscriber base has grown. Dude, like what, How many subs does he have now? Crazy. I think – like 360 i know he uh he showed off his plaque his youtube plaque in the last video uh let me let me see i'm gonna look up right now see where he's at here he has a plaque dude yeah because i think what's like the my what's like the milestone like like what what do you have to achieve i'm pretty sure you get one on a hundred thousand which is the one that he got and then if Mm. i'm not mistaken it might just jump up to a million actually i'm gonna check real fast Oh, while you're doing that, that's another thing is, um, aside from doing this podcast, I did want to start a YouTube channel. Um, a bit more about me is I'm currently, after quitting my, my State Farm job, I'm currently pursuing an NASM uh, certification. So I'm in, I don't even know what section I'm on right now, but I've been NASM. studying you know, daily for, for multiple hours and... Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to launch a YouTube channel that sort of encompasses my fitness journey, um, you know, my endeavors within athletics, and it, again, just sort of trying to uh, help people, maybe people who are in similar situations or who just want to, you know, upgrade themselves in terms of their, their fitness life and um, how to be, how to cope with anxiety in terms of uh, competing within athletics and stuff like that. And body I, it'll, t- it'll touch on a multitude of of topics but they will all pertain to fitness and i think having that personal training uh, accreditation will sort of give me more validity and it's something i just genuinely love learning like um i didn't think that all of the like you know uh exercise science topics would be of much interest to me but uh 
to my surprise, I, I actually really enjoy reading into that stuff and getting to know, you know, my body a bit better. It's I've already started to incorporate it within my own workouts and it's been amazing. Dude, so, people, uh, um, yeah. people are saying that you're only doing that to uh, post thirst traps on Instagram. That's, that's another, <laughs> you know, less, uh, more lowly prioritized reason, but yeah, go, a uh, reason nonetheless. Go check out Alkai's latest post at Alkai Kea. Is that it? Just Alkai Kea? Yeah. A-U-K-A-I. For those who don't know how to spell, A U K A I K E A. And go follow on Instagram uh, at Dylan Nostman, D Y L A N K N O S T M A N. Even though everybody that listens to this will already follow probably both of us, but let's build that following. Also, if uh, if you do want to check out the podcast, I really believe that this is going to get about two viewers one from you and one from me. Go, baby. Uh, if you do, <laughs> let's go. If you do want to check out the Twitter for the podcast, it is at 7030 podcast i believe let me double check this i really should have our social media plugs you don't even know the credentials oh come on man (laughs) yes i I don't know seven zero three zero podcast on twitter we have uh three followers and two of them are us let's go let's go and then the other one is my boy jimmy uh i'm sure he might listen so uh shouts to that guy you're giving shout outs to people already i mean we gotta get those listeners episode one we gotta gotta make them committed listeners man uh anyways back to the youtube plaques yeah silver Wait, I just had a great yeah, idea. Yeah, Hold let's, on. Let's <laughs> we should shout people out in the middle of the podcast and then like a reference those people to watch the podcast and see if they like actually watch That's it. A good th- because if they do, then they'll be like, hey, you shouted me out, whatever. Thanks for that. Yeah. But if they didn't, they're just like, bro, that was so dope. I love that. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, if you're listening, tell me, text me, hit me up. We'll see. All right. There we go. Anyways, we go. back to the YouTube plaques. Yeah, Matisse got one for 100,000 subscribers, Silver Creator Award. And then the next one is at 1 million, which is gold and a diamond at 10 million subs. Kind of crazy, man. Also, my uh, my boy Cody Co. hit 5 million subscribers the other day, a couple days ago. That's your boy? I mean, we met once in LA. You guys kicking on the weekends or I what? Mean, we met once in LA, so I don't know if that counts certified home that's i mean that's kind of like my only in on podcasting right now is the fact that i took a picture with a podcaster <laughs> you can post it like like on our twitter and just say like cody co thank you so much for the feature on the podcast yeah bro. Man. yeah we'll just start clickbaiting and saying the cody co's check, out, ep- <laughs> check out episode two <laughs> cody if you're listening to uh, this please text me let shout, please, shout out to cody co. just listen let to me it. know yeah just listen to it man <laughs> um give us critiques yeah man this is uh this is fun though um anyways little any more nba talk before we get into the mental health minute sports um i am looking forward to the blazers whooping that ass tonight oh man if if that's a bold LeBron, that's a bold take if lebron loses this series i will i i don't even know what i'm gonna do i i'm honestly i i'm just gonna yeah i'm not even gonna say that I'm going to be so happy forever <laughs> if LeBron loses this series because, I mean, Dame and Dame is hot right now, man. If he can – I mean, the Blazers do not match up well, I'm going to be honest. Anthony Davis is a problem. No, not but, at all. I, I, it's honestly such a bold take to think that the, the Zeros will win. Damian but Lillard? How can you count him out right now, man? I mean, it's like – No, you can't. He's dropping – what is it, like uh, 89 points a game? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's averaging like 45, I think, in his last six games or something like that. I mean, he's just an ice-cold killer at the end of the game. I mean, if it's close in the fourth quarter, I'm giving it to Dame every time right now. I mean, yeah. Even if they're down by, like, three or five points. Can you imagine 
imagine having the confidence of a Dame Lillard Dude, just to be able to pull up, just pull up from the logo from half yeah. court, pretty much. <laughs> That's like in an NBA game um, that you know partially, or it, it was pretty much determining their playoff. Yeah. Contention. And I mean, dude, I went to the uh, park yesterday and airballed a 15 footer. Like, I know how hard that is. <laughs> that that'll happen. That'll happen to the average player. Dude, first time playing in uh, three months, it was it was tough. But anyways, yeah. You know what's tough is I went to the courts yesterday and there was like a group of guys and they were you know running a, like a five on five and once they stopped, I hopped on the court. They were all like taking their shoes off on the side, and I swear to God, while they were there, they probably didn't give a shit about me, but I felt like they were watching me. And I airballed everything dude, pretty much. Dude, I, I hate that. Especially when we pull up. And then like, as soon as they left, I got red hot. Fuck, dude, I got I got to impress these guys. Look, I mean, they're they're, they're hoopers. I got to. That's show. the thing is, I wasn't even like trying to impress them. I was literally just trying to do, you know, just just play like by myself. It's like the, men- it's the mental thing. You're like, oh, sh- I got an audience now. Like even even if you're not. Like, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. In, it was in like, the back of your head, you're like, man, how sick would it be if I just hit this crazy three? And then you just airball it. Dude, and you're the like, sad part oh. is I wasn't even trying crazy threes, bro. I was pulling it from like five feet. Dude, you're just airballing. I was literally just warming up, dude. That's not even uncommon yeah. for me. It's so sad. You can dunk, though. I yeah, can. I mean. So, I mean, you already of, got oop. a leg. I mean, literally a leg up on me, I guess. A yeah, ju- a jump we, up we got to go one-on-one, dude. Dude. Oh, I mean, when... When the times are more certain and we can hit up a basketball court, and we're not, yeah, I mean, away. not not yeah. immediately, but eventually that would be someday, a, man. I think that would be. Fun. Oh yeah. I think I, I think I, I think I get you. In I don't that. know, man. I'm I'm pesky <laughs> on defense. I'll steal that ball, and I'll hit some crazy crazy shots. Sometimes. If we're playing street ball, we'll go no fouls. Dude, I'm just body you. bows in my face, man. <laughs> we all we all know you're bigger than me. Uh. uh anyways. Um. Yeah. I mean, go. Go Blazers. Go Zers. I call them Zers. I don't know if anyone oh, else yeah, does. I mean, but a lot of people do. You're, you're, support, oh, you're a Portland shit. guy. I thought I was creative. You're a Portland guy. Through through, man. Uh, Dude. And uh, fuck LeBron. All right. So I think. That's a bold take. <laughs> uh, if you're ready, I think we could uh, hop into our mental health minute. Let's, yeah. All right. So today, uh, so this is a segment we're going to be doing at the uh, end, beginning, just every episode at some point. Um, and basically each time we're going to approach a different mental health topic, uh, this week we're going to be talking about health anxiety. It's something that I have been dealing with a lot lately and I'm sure, actually, I'm not even sure I'm positive. A whole lot of other people are, especially during a pandemic in which every day, you know, you could be at risk and people around you could be at risk and it's, it's tough, especially people with pre-existing mental health issues, like just generalized anxiety. Um, I mean, so I work, just to kind of provide a little anecdote, I work pizza delivery. Uh, I love it. I make good money, good tips, you know. Don't mean to get, I, sh- I probably shouldn't discuss my finances uh, on air. But <laughs> anyways. You would embarrass yourself. I know, bro. I'm, I'm <laughs> a broke bitch. It's cool. Uh, but I, I mean, I come in contact with a lot of people and working in the restaurant industry. It's, it's tough because people want to eat out. They want to go to the bar, and especially because we, we're one of the better bars in town. So it's like on a Saturday night, I'm delivering pizza at 9 p.m. and there's 30 or 40 people in there. And even with wearing masks, it's like, is this really safe? And just kind of constantly running that through my head when I'm on deliveries and coming in contact with people, whether or not I wear my mask or sanitize my hands or wash my hands. I mean, I literally do that like, I think, 20, 25 times a shift. 
um, it's it's a lot to deal with, and it's it's also kind of interesting because you start to develop hypochondria a little bit, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But you you something goes wrong for a second, you know, your breath gets a little short, like me, because I have anxiety. I have all these panic attacks, and I can't breathe as well. And I'll think to myself, "Oh my God, I can't breathe. I have COVID," and it's it's just not healthy, and it's not the reality. So I don't know. I, yeah. mean, I don't know if you deal with some of that stuff, but oh, dude, totally. And this might sound comical, but something I, I dealt with recently, maybe like like six months ago now, is I had like spots popping up on my hand, um, like bumps, and then they you know transitioned to my feet, and then my like like literally like the side of my torso, and I was like, what is going on? And I googled, you know, red bumps appearing on skin. The first thing that came up was like lymphoma. <laughs> And I literally that night sat in the bed. I was like, I have lymphoma. Yeah. I have to write my will. <laughs> and, I've got to write my will for my non-existent kids, bro. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, that, that wasn't the first time um, that something like that has happened. When I was growing up, I had tons of headaches. And, um, again, would just take to the Internet. So accessible, say, you know, frequent headaches. Boom, brain tumor. <laughs> and that was it. I mean, I diagnosed myself. Uh, via Google and yeah, uh, pretty much laid my my deathbed. Dude, I mean, WebMD uh, has got to be one of the worst websites. I, I mean, I was absolutely. I was talking about this uh, with uh, with somebody last night actually, and they uh, the the person who invented WebMD had to have such a good intention. Like, man, I'm gonna invent this website that has every documented disease and injury and how to fix it, and people won't need to go to the doctor as much, and it's gonna be. It's going to help so much. And then it's like, oh, actually, not nah, everybody has cancer. Everybody's going to die. Like, <laughs> it's, it's I'm, I'm sure people can use it like as a resource. But like, yeah, for the average, like, you know, for the typical um, what millennial, you call it. Yeah. Just, uh, when you just type in a quick Google search of symptoms, WebMD is going to populate, you know, and definitely cancer will definitely precede anything. And yeah, and it's like uh, the just the algorithm, it's going to. If you put in like a common symptom, like you said, headaches or like me, shortness of breath, it's going to pop up everything that that falls into, which is literally all the worst diseases. And it puts them first for some reason. I'm like, well, like it, the way they word it is funny. They're like, this could honestly be something as common as a, as a cold or a migraine, but you probably have brain yeah. cancer. <laughs> it's and it's like, like, oh, and you should see a doctor immediately. And you're like, I'm dead. It's game over for me. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, it's, it's but on a more serious note. I mean, having uh, those sort of, uh, cause I also have diagnosed anxiety, you know, having those, um, having that health anxiety, Googling symptoms and seeing sort of the worst case scenario, it can really, you know, uh, lead you to a rabbit hole where you're sort of, uh, you know, not sure what to do. You're uh, obviously sort of panicking. Um, you're scared and, it's constantly invading, you know, your thoughts and uh, you're thinking that the worst, uh, you know, I guess the worst thing is going to happen to yeah. you. Um, but, you know, I, I guess from my experience, first of all, if I were to offer anyone who experiences the same thing with some advice would be to stay off of Google. Um, <laughs> yeah, for real. It can be valuable. But again, if you know that you have, uh, you know, anxiety regarding your health, uh, then, then I would definitely advise to stay away from and it. And I think, I mean, um, you don't necessarily, like you said, you don't just have to stay away. It's just like the way you approach that and the way your mindset is going into, like if you have, if you know you have anxiety like somebody like me, don't look up 
what could shortness of breath be? Look up side effects of anxiety, like physical symptoms, and then look at that first because it's, it's much easier for your brain to look at something you already know you have and be like, oh, could this just be a side effect? And then it's that much easier to address it as well. Like if that's I, true, if I'm having a panic attack, I know to, I mean, I'm a 22 year old guy, but I know to call my mom because she always is able to calm me down and help me. And if, but if I look up shortest of breath, I'm going to think I have COVID and then I'm going to, I'm going to freak out that way. So it's, I, I think just using, using rational thought, which is very hard in the moment, obviously with anxiety attacks and stuff, but kind of just totally standing and, and being aware of yourself and your health as well. And knowing, Hey, I have this already, or I have this and that can cause this rather than being like, just jumping to what are the possibilities here? Yeah. 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 Cause it's, it's a lot easier to get lost in the possibilities than to get lost in, in the sure facts that you already know. Totally. I mean, um, so maybe, you know, maybe use Google with discretion is a better way to work that. WebMD is not great. Don't use that though. (laughs) Don't use WebMD. And uh, another piece of advice is, you know, if it is truly concerning or if it's inhibiting your, your, your living, you know, um, then seek medical attention. Uh, go it's, to a you know a medical professional yeah. and get evaluated that way. That's a sure way of you know knowing what's going on. And that's something uh, they know a lot more than you do. Uh, yeah, I mean that's something that I've struggled with in the past too. Is like doctor anxiety as well. Like I I feel so scared sometimes. It's almost safer for me to think like man, I'm better off not knowing than getting the worst news. If that makes sense. You know, like sometimes yeah. I'm like man, I don't want to see a doctor because then they're gonna tell me that this is wrong, and then I'm gonna be so bad off. But it's like. It's wrong regardless, <laughs> and going to the doctor just helps it be better. Like ignorance is bliss exactly. type thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I totally. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, it. I mean, you got a COVID test, I right? Did. Yeah, they. Uh, excuse my language. They skull fucked me with that school with that swab, dude. <laughs> when, dude I, when I went up there, my mom told me that like people w- would bleed, yeah, like dude, the stick would have blood. I, I, I'm never getting one. No, I mean, I, I don't think you should. Unless I have yeah, symptoms. Absolutely. Unless I have symptoms. But uh, dude, literally, like I, they had the drive-in one. Uh, in Ashland. So I pull up in my car and <laughs> the lady comes out, I fill out some paperwork and she's like, all right, uh, can you please pull your mask down? So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm literally like halfway down pulling it out. She grabs my head and then just Jesus. rams it into my nose. And I'm like, oh, oh, what the fuck? And then she's like, all right, I'm going to go test it. And then just walks away. And I'm like, is anybody going to say the fact that I just got stabbed with a stick in my face? Like, what is this? And Jesus. As soon as she saw the, the, the nasal she, opening, she, she, she just went, went for it. it. She was like a running back hit in the hole. Just like sees it open up and just boom, <laughs> just hits it. Dude, but, she's a train Dude, and then she comes back out and she doesn't even tell me. She's like, here's your results. And just tosses them in the window of my car. And they land on my Wait, car. same lady? Yeah, same lady. She's just like, here's your results. And I'm like, oh, I pick them up. And it's like COVID te- negative. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And then she's just gone. And I'm like, what if like I, I tested positive? And she's just like, all right, here's your results. Have fun. Go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> like good, good luck, dude. Like, I don't know. It was just such a weird interaction for like a, a medical professional. And I mean, I honestly, I don't blame her. Just limit time around people. Just do your yeah. job, get in, get out, be tactical. But uh, probably tired of it yeah, too. Yeah, she's sick of swabbing people's noses, man. She's gonna make it a little fun for herself, I guess. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> just stabbing people—that's so yeah, funny. But anyways, I mean, taking that step though and going to the doctor, even if it's scary and they're gonna mess up your nasal cavity, uh, it's it's something that needs that you need to do. And shout some totally shout some my insurance. Oh yeah, another thing. Sorry to keep going on this, but 
No. I, uh, I finally got insurance in Oregon, which is tight. And I went to the doctor the, uh, on August 3rd to get a new anxiety medication. And they, they run my insurance card, all good. And then I get a bill in the mail for $430 the other day. Because I was, is that like your deduct- your deductible? I was an uninsured patient. So basically they sent oh. in my bill to like the headquarters. but And they had my insurance on file but didn't attach it to the document. And I'm mm. like, and I called and they're like, yep, we didn't attach it. You're all good. We're going to send you a new bill. And I'm like, really? Like <laughs> They almost just finessed you out of 400 Dude, bucks. I mean, it's brutal seeing just for like a 20 minute doctor's appointment is $400. It's, I mean, it's yeah, our healthcare system sucks, but when I went in to get my skin checked out, this is literally the entire appointment grabs my hand. Yeah. You got eczema. Here's some cream. You got boom. You got 300 eczema? bucks. You got eczema. I got eczema. You ever seen that line with that little kid? <laughs> He's like up on his nose. Yeah. You got eczema. <laughs> that shit always makes Thank me laugh. Um, but yeah, I mean, health anxiety, it's something we're, we're all dealing with right now to some extent or another and just you know take take care of yourself treat your body well try to get exercise try to eat your fruits and veggies even though i like shit a lot. and try to think positively i know that's a, that's a such cliche, a but um, honestly keep that a is a cliche is is crucial and I, and I think doing things that make you feel positive as well like that's a big thing like so putting yourself in a position to do well i should say because Obviously, your brain can uh, stab you in the back a lot, like mine does. <laughs> and it's, it's hard to do that on your own, but the better a position you're in to, to deal with this stuff, the better it's going to go. And, you know, obviously, this is all cliche advice, but hopefully, hopefully it helps somebody out there. And I guess uh, the last thing I would add is if it's really affecting you, if you have really severe health anxiety, I mean – Maybe even see like a, a a mental health specialist, like a yeah. you know psychiatrist, or a, you can even talk to a therapist about it. You know anyone who can help you um, professionally cope with with, with this anxiety because it can be debilitating. Um, I know some people have it worse than others. I don't think I have it too severely, um, but it, nonetheless, it still affects yeah. me. I mean, uh, I, pretty negatively. I'd say so. I have it. it. It comes and goes for me, but when I said it's worse, it's pretty severe for me. Not quite hypochondria, but it's it's tough. And it, it's, I mean, I've had panic tough. attacks at work and I was also dealing with a sinus infection for a while, which was, uh, pretty, pretty terrible. I'm going to be honest. I feel like my brain was going to explode, but, uh, dude, it feels like there's like a, for me when I get those, cause I get those often for some reason, it feels like I have a bubble yep. of like air mm-hmm. just concealed dude, around my eyes and my, my nose. Brow headache is the worst, like right there. And oh yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Brutal. Um, anyways, I think that, uh, that just about wraps it up absolutely i think all right well uh yeah follow us on twitter 7030 podcast uh we'll get the instagram up and running soon which i will i'm not sure the uh the app for that yet but we'll put it on our twitter as well um please if this is on apple podcasts uh like subscribe drop review maybe and uh and please please how whatever way you can reach out to us give us criticism give us advice and absolutely, uh, absolutely. most importantly, give us some topics you'd like us to speak yeah. on because we're more than willing to, you know, accommodate the needs of our viewers. So to all of the three people that this reaches, and that's being generous. We love you guys. Uh, give us some advice. We love yeah. you guys. And all three of you. Yeah, I mean, and in the future, uh, I know we've talked about this doing mental health minutes. We'll we'll submit. Some, we'll use some listener questions, listener situations. Talk about them. Oh. Provide our advice. All of all them. Of, all of the questions. 
all the questions on the table but even the ones that aren't relevant at all <laughs> exactly all right well uh this has been fun man uh also catch me on uh, catch me on twitch at some point you know tonight i'm gonna be playing some more apex legends some season six it's a tough watch oh come on man disclaimer on. it's a tough watch uh twitch <laughs> ttv underscore gabagool on twitch give it a give it a view and uh we'll see you next time. harass them in the comments that's what yeah. i do every time yeah give me, give and me, it's hilarious yeah, talk some shit in the chat but, uh, talk some shit in the chat please all right thanks guys all right bye all right brother well